ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. Your favorite team, but I'm just going with Delic Jones. <laughs> it's your boy Aaron Fornicetti, and I'm coming straight to you live from the wine cellar. <laughs> <laughs> For all my lovers of wine out there, holla at your boy. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus! Someone take the someone take this bag of pewter, man. Lord have mercy. Hey, you can take the pewter, but you can't take the wine. <laughs> my goodness, yo! My goodness, man! Welcome, ladies and gents, to the Basement Friday podcast. Your favorite team, always kicking it live, straight down four ninety five, <laughs> <laughs> and we so fly. Wow! Oh, bars. <laughs> We stay fly, no lie. You know it's <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> now we <laughs> now you got you got bend your knees. Got to got to get your you arm into it. Yeah, got got to shock that. Now let, let let's get into this five minute rant, man. What you got going on? What you got going Speaking, on? I'm glad since, since we since we talk about basketball, guys. I'm glad you know we got sports back. You know all my baseball fans, y'all can have that. But we all know basketball is back. You know the WNBA they had their restart. The NBA will have their restart. They had their restart yesterday. I'm sorry, I forgot they had their joint yesterday. So. You know, everybody's just happy. Hey, listen, man. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Been watching them WNBA games, man. Them jumpers got lit. Them jumpers lit. And I seen, <laughs> I, I seen, I seen my wife play too. I said, ooh. I said, look at her rubbing down that court. I said, ah, yes, Lord. Take the glasses off and just like, ah, yes, Lord. <laughs> wait, wait. That's that's the one you retweeted. Which one? <laughs> Hey, look, man, this man, this man, like, <laughs> hey, look, man, I got, like, 52 wives, man, I got. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to say right here live, I, well, y'all can have all the celebrities, that's cool, but my girl, my girl who played for Atlanta Dreams, my girl Monique Bellings, oh, she's fine as ever. Mm. I'm walking up this stage. Let me back up from the mic. Hey, let me approach again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you hear it? You heard it here live. He is shooting a shot. I'm telling you, but. That's enough about, well, I, I do want to get into this. We, we got to get into this. Ah, that red skin. Oh, I said red skin. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't get canceled. Don't get canceled. Uh-oh. I mean, the Washington football team. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you almost, you almost got canceled. They almost heard you. The football team. The Washington football team, man. I'm before I speak my piece on it, I'm letting my man Aaron speak his piece on it. Cause uh yeah, I got jokes for days about the Washington football team. I mean Take it away. <laughs> I mean, they almost had it. They almost had it. Everybody knows internationally soccer is called football. Right. So in America, they call football football and they call football in other countries soccer. So the main joke right there, the name we could have had was Washington FC because the situation right now is all the names are trademarked and copyrighted by some guy. So mm-hmm. the name they could have went with 
is Washington FC, which would have played off the whole football joke. But no, we want bland. We want organic. Not organic. We want original, bland, flavorless chicken. That is the most unoriginal name you could come up with. You just like, oh, Washington football team. That's it? Is that it? I mean, but then again, it just shows you uh, what happens when you have people who have no inspiration, no creativity picking these names. So I'm going to let my man, Sir Fungus, take this right here because I know you're about to tear my new one, man. First and foremost, help me understand as I back up and I approach the mic. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. The Washington football team established 1932. That is the most bland. That's almost an unnecessary, unnecessary season in the food that don't need to be seasoned. Listen to me, man. This is ridiculous, okay? Because first of all, how would that look like if me being a Raiders fan, like, yes, we got to play the Washington football team this week. You Like, the arguments don't even add up no more. Boy, the Washington football team garbage. That's a, a mouthful just to say. Can you imagine watching ESPN? Let's go over the NFC East. We have the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Washington football team. <laughs> like, what the, like what, the, what the hell does this look like nowadays? It's like, and again, the, yeah, I seen, I seen somebody post it, and I was over there laughing. They said the Washington football team start, started uh, starter pack, which is a generic burgundy and gold hat. I said them Jones you can get from the corner store. <laughs> you get the little burgundy gold shirt that you can get from like Walmart or Roll somewhere. <laughs> I was like, here's <laughs> here's no, here's the, the funny thing about it, because people ask you what's your favorite team, and you sit up say, oh, watch your football team, and they will look at you and say, well, which one? And you people will get so angry because they know they're talking about the team, but the the team is so bland. The name is so uh if if the name was a fool, it'll be coleslaw, bro. Nobody wants it. <laughs> it's like it's like I get it. You 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 got a lot, it's a lot to to do, you know, with the trademark and copyrights and all it's a lot, so you can't get all that done in two weeks. But yeah. you telling me you couldn't at least stick something temporary that people can be like all right, this is what we're going to be called for the 2020 season. Mm -hmm. No, you said the Washington football team. Dan Snyder, I'm coming at you, and I'm coming at you again. When I say this, you need to be fired, son. <laughs> you need to get – somebody need to get his get his ass out of here. Because he ain't doing – this man is collecting a check while the team is in a whole embarrassment. This is ridiculous to me, man. Like, listen, we got important, other important news to talk about. So, before I end that rant about the Washington football team, I want to say, man, personally, I know I didn't follow his career that much, but my condolences to my man Regis. We lost Regis, man. We didn't lose my man Regis. Everybody know Kathy, uh, Kathy Lee and Regis. Damn. Yeah, this, definitely. He's more Regis, important man. than the Washington football team. So, we, we ain't gonna, we going to leave him alone. My man Regis, man, been on TV for a long time, pioneered to this, man. So, you know, man, big ups to his family. 
I'm gonna just leave. I'm gonna leave it right there for man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Regis Philbin, uh, actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for most hours on TV. The thing about Regis, a lot of uh, people know that in black households, he's been on TV all the time. Who wants to be a millionaire? Live with Regis and Kelly. Live with Regis and Kelly. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kathy Lee, I should say. That's her name. Mm-hmm. So I remember getting the game and trying to work my way towards a million dollars. And I would come up short and then I finally won. And I thought that's so cool because I saw some guy on the show who won a million dollars. And for me, I'm sure you can share the same sentiment and people who are listening right now can share the same sentiment. I wanted to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I wanted to go on the show. You know, I just want to sit in the audience or I wanted to participate, phone a friend, win a million dollars, crowd going crazy. Your boy made the big one, but he's been uh, so influential to a lot of people. R.P. Regis Philbin, a legend, a real legend. So what we're going to do is we want to switch on to our main topics discussion today. Uh, we we were talking about for the past couple of weeks. You know where I'm going with this, and we talk about Kanye, Kanye and his rants. They they just keep coming with wildfire. They just they they just never end. You know, never end. And as a Kanye fan, I must tell you right now, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to be a Kanye fan. It's hard to be a Kanye fan. You guys seen the rants? Everybody's heard about it. It's everywhere. Let what what's your opinion? I don't even know where to begin. First of I, all, I, I got something to say as a fan. Get into it. First of all, I seen a post on, on Facebook where they were just like, we always talk about protect black women, but they said black men mental health is such a joke. And the two pictures was the Will Smith meme and Kanye's meme what he was wearing the little bulletproof vest to say security on it. Yeah. Now what I'm going with this is this. You know, Will might be a different story, but I'm not, we're not talking about Will right now. We're talking about Kanye. Kanye's been a different beast since his mother died. This man been a different beast since his mother died. And he, he I'm going to say it. If nobody else don't say it, I'm going to say it. You can hate me for saying it. He didn't court the Kardashian curse. That's what I'm going to call it. The Kardashian curse. Because let's keep it real. This man lost his mind. Slavery was a choice. You done lost your mind. This man went on a whole rant. This man went on a whole rant talking about Harriet Tugman. Did she didn't free the slaves? I was just like, I said, I said, everybody, I said, everybody, 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 please, everybody, let's 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 get about it. I couldn't. I, you can't be a fan. You you can't be a fan of Kanye with a straight face and him saying that. You just sitting there just like, <laughs> like that's deep genius, genius. No hell no. Hell, you can't you can't be a fan with a straight face. Then you look at all the comments he was writing on Twitter. <laughs> it's just like you look at it just like you know what, <sighs> Kanye, Con- get help. This man is a millionaire, damn near probably billionaire. Billionaire, you he's need, a billionaire. You, you're a billionaire. You need to check yourself if you need to talk to a, a psychiatric, uh, a, a therapist. You need to check yourself in the psychiatrist. Do whatever you got to do, brother. 
Because at the end of the day, my brother, what you doing, this ain't Hilton. But I, I'm going to turn it over to my man, Ern, because I know that's his match. Kanye then lost me at the graduation. I'm sorry. The floor is yours. <laughs> All right, guys. Here's the deal. And you better not defend him. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. It's it, it it's a crazy time because we know in the past Kanye is infamous for going on rants. The first example of him and George Bush, uh, the quote, George Bush doesn't care about black people. He was standing we like, beside we we liked the Kanye back then. But he was he he was standing beside uh Mike Myers. Yeah, they were doing a a telethon for Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. So that's when everybody was got the first taste of, you know, outspoken yay. Now, over the course of the years, the other infamous information happened at the 2009 MTV Awards when he went on stage while Taylor Swift gave the award. <laughs> they said, look, I understand you won this award. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time, of all time. And Beyonce in the audience just shot. And we like Kanye for that. <laughs> Continue, my brother. <laughs> and he just went on this uh, this quest for forgiveness, I should say, because after then, uh, President Obama called him a jackass. He's been uh, targeted by the media. We hate Kanye. That's when a Kanye hate train really started. And over those years, people have been weary of what Kanye has been saying. And it wasn't until around... I want to say when Ye came out that he went on a rant and started doing more and more rants. But I remember 2010, him on Twitter, it wasn't that many rants. It was kind of legendary Kanye tweet era where he would put out so many tweets that were just funny and people love Twitter Kanye. But with the rants he's putting out right now, people don't love Twitter Kanye. People don't love Kanye saying anything right now. And nope. just the fact that slavery was a choice, set ablaze. Uh, Harriet Tubman comment, set ablaze. You have to, as a fan, at some point in time, separate the artist from the music. All the time. And as a personal fan, what happens when the music reflects the artist to where in my personal opinion, as a Kanye fan, the music's just not hitting like it used to. And now you go from listen to the music to listen where he's saying it's just like, dang, did Kanye fall off? Oh is yeah, this, is this what happened? Because you hold on to that little bit of hope because you're a fan, but it's like I know what he can do. Looking at his past work, we can talk about his accolades, talk about his artistry, his albums all day, but. Did he get lazy? He just doesn't care anymore. Maybe he doesn't care anymore. And people are talking about he's trying to speak out. He's trying to say this. He went on uh, saying that Kim was trying to uh, bring someone to take him away. He wasn't going for it. You have one side of people who are like, Kanye's completely lost it. And the other side is like, Kanye's fighting for the truth. Everybody listen. And it's such a polarizing situation going on right now. So... As far as Kanye's situation go, I know he was supposed to drop an album, which I don't know why people 
uh, gave their hopes up. Just matter of fact, just draw the clown mask on your face right now because the album's not dropping. It's not coming. He's pulling a Yandy. It's not coming. Uh, there's people who say that he does this type of stuff around album time. Every time an album's coming out, he does this. So do you think that's kind of a poor marketing tactic to do as do an I, artist? Do I think it's a poor marketing tactic? Yes, because his albums don't even be that good. So if you're going on this rant just to get people to follow you or try to like, like, like get all this clout for your album, I'm expecting you to put out some college dropout type of type of work. But if you're not putting out no college dropout type of work, I know for me, again, I don't listen to, I stopped listening to Kanye after graduation. That was Kanye's last, last best album to me, personally. But if you're doing, and again, that's almost as, that's almost taking the 6 9 approach to it. Like he put, he do all this clout, build all this clout up, then he put a song out and, and the song go like quadruple platinum. So it's the same thing he's doing where it's like, he making all these remarks just to get all this attention. Then he was just like, now that I got your attention, here goes the album. So now people want to see if it's like, okay, well, let's see if he really speaking something on his album. And his album turned out to be garbage. <laughs> so, yes, that's poor marketing to me. <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. I want to follow back on the, the, the Kardashian situation because we've seen how that's happened. And they call uh, Corey Gamble, who is Kris Jenner's boyfriend, Calm yay. <laughs> which is a joke because they say <laughs> he looks like Kanye. And also, if you really think about the situation, I want to piggyback off what you said about men's mental health. Mm -hmm. And do you see this as a cry for help? You know, a cry to, hey, look at me, give me attention because, like you said, he hasn't been the same since his mom passed away. Do I think Slim need help? Yes. Is it a cry for help? I don't think it's a cry for help, but the man do need help. I'm going to just be straight up real. He need help. Now, if this is his way of saying, like, I need help, then I guess, like, everybody got different methods of doing it. So I guess if this is his way of basically saying, like, guys, like, I'm, I'm speaking like this because I want y'all to know I'm in pain right now. You got to understand this, Kanye. You, you can easily easily take a step out of the spotlight, go get some help, and then come back. You know? Demi Lovato do it all the time. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. She do it all the she do it all the time. <laughs> she go check herself in, get herself some whatever she need to get done, and she back and she back on the on the scene. So if that's what you need to do, my brother, you all for it. Like again, your shoes are selling regardless. It ain't like you missing nothing. Your shoes are selling. Like you basically, you basically can do what Jordan do. He like, hey, look, hey, look, Adidas, you can you can sell billions and billions of Yeezys. I don't care if you put them in a different color. I don't care if you put them in a different color. I don't care if you turn the stitching on the front sideways. I just want my cut. I'm gonna be over here getting some help. But still, at the end of the day, this money is going to my wife, my kids. You know, my, my business, you know, good music, all that. That's where it's going to. You got all this business that you, you as the boss, you can step away. 
that's what you got people to work for you for. You can step away and just be like, all right, guys, look, I need to, I need to take a hiatus and just be like, look, man, I need to go give me some help. I don't see why not. <laughs> I think also because the music thing where it's like feeling like you fell off, I remember that deal he had. Uh, I'm not sure if it was with uh, Epic. It was with someone he had to deal with. But he basically couldn't retire. So he just had to keep making money, uh, keep making music and touring for the rest of his life. So I guess he went went on this thing to where, okay, I'm going to just put out anything just to fulfill the quota. And with his rants, he's been talking about he wanted to divorce Kim for a long time, uh, almost aborting North, uh, family issues, uh, tweets, tweets about texts that he had with Kris Jenner about, hey, you're ready to talk and things like that. You guys can't tr- control me. And not too long before, there were rumors and uh, articles about trouble in paradise between the two. But Ken was like, hey, we're fine. And then you see this come out and it's like, if he's been trying to divorce you for a year, there was trouble in paradise. Nah. I don't, we don't know what's going on in a household for him to try to divorce. but especially with the family, the size of the family they had, because he's on a ranch right now. He's living on a ranch. Kim is in uh, Calabasas. So the whole situation of having that much, that many kids is crazy. Now, my thing about this is, again, like you said, we don't know what's going on in the household. But what we do know about the Jenners and the Kardashians is they about their money. And let's keep it all the way G right now. Kanye is their breadwinner, all right? They didn't ran through Reggie Bush. They didn't ran through. You didn't seen Tiger stepped in the picture. You didn't seen all these different people. You didn't seen Travis Scott step in the picture. These dudes that came and most of them didn't go. Kanye is their breadwinner. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have issues. Cool. But I guarantee you they got bugs and, and Kim in like, listen, I don't know what problems y'all got, but he ain't going nowhere. That's too much money that's walking away. You know? Yeah. You, uh, imagine I, I, imagine I, that like Beyonce came from a family like that. Mm-hmm. And you got Jay-Z is a breadwinner. Imagine if, if, if Beyonce family like Solange, Tina, and all the people just was like, hey, look, I know y'all got y'all issues, but you ain't leaving Jay-Z. Yeah. That man's a breadwinner. So again, they got the bug in her ear. Like, yeah, you gonna have problems in a marriage. Who don't? Mm-hmm. Everybody marriage ain't perfect, but we all know the Kardashians got a, a side B that's been, that's pretty much been been in the public. They're like people that go with the Kardashians don't never really come out the same way. I'm just saying they don't <laughs> they don't come out the same way. But they see that money. They already have money. They already got their own money, but they want more money to come in. Yeah, I, I, I want to give a quick shout out to Demi Lovato. She got engaged, so things Who? are looking up for her. Demi Lovato. Oh my God, I ain't even <laughs> know that. Can't rock. <laughs> shout out to you, show. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny because if you look on social media, Kim is asking for, uh, she actually put out something on Twitter and Instagram 
which explained this situation. And she was like, we appreciate this time of privacy. Now, what's so interesting to the internet is privacy and the Kardashians don't mix. Is an oxymoron. It doesn't mix. It's like don't privacy, mix. Kardashians. What? Now, you have Courtney Kardashian, who for the past couple of seasons, you can see that she's absolutely tired of shooting a show. And, you know, that spilled over into public life. I guess, you know, everyone's seen a the fight. They're just tired, you know. So it's been talked about want to shoot a show, don't want to shoot a show. Just like, uh, just like uh, Kylie. Kylie's getting tired of shooting a show now. She wants to go do something else. And it's this feeling of, are we still shooting the show after this many seasons? Because, you know, you got two people who's like, look, I'm out. You have, uh, you got Chris Kendall doing their thing. It's a lot of them who uh, I think Chris is stepping out. So that's the thing. The show's been on since like 2006. You have people who don't really want to do it. So you have the show that's potentially ending. You have marriages that are on a rock so it's like what is you know is this the supposed end of the kardashian empire as we know it mm -hmm. i don't know all i know is at the end of the day i ain't gonna lie excuse my excuse me y'all i just got an alert from espn i seen my wife drop 30. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I support the wife. Is that excuse me? But as far as as far as like the the Kardashian Jenner empire, is it coming to an end? Probably so. Because again, everybody is tired. Everybody is tired. Right. Everybody trying to keep their relationships. Everybody trying to make their own money. Everybody tired of being in everybody mix. But the one thing I can say about the Kardashians, and I always say that they are my arch rival of Hollywood, the Kardashians ain't stupid. No, far from it. They know they smell bread when they see it. They know money when they see it. You know, just like just like uh, what's what, what's showing the next little hood rag Jones, uh, Black China. She ain't stupid. She got Tiger. And she got Rob Kardashian. See how she just been after just beefing with her sister, she slid in with the family. Boom. Now she getting a check from them. Securing the bag. That's what I'm saying. Like they 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 smart. You look at like Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, right? Travis Scott, I don't personally like his music don't resonate with me, but we all know Travis Scott. Is one of them them rappers that can just get the crowd hype, you know. He he's just that that hype that hype rapper. He's hot right. I guess he's hot right now. I don't I don't know. I ain't heard nothing from him recently. But again, they slide in, secure the bag somehow. He ain't going nowhere. So even if Kanye, even if Kanye and Kim, as they have their issues, wasn't a North Saint. What's up again, name? Uh, you got North Saint. Uh, it's an I I I can't tell you off the top of my head. Either way, either way. Wait, let me see. 
it will he can figure that out. But either way, with the three kids, put it like this: if they break up tomorrow, Chicago, Chicago. Okay, there we go. If they if they break up, if they divorce tomorrow, guess what? Kim still Kim still floating. She's still bringing in the check because that's child support for one, two, and three. And let's keep it all real for a second. The Kardashians they they don't come cheap. They don't come cheap. So you can you can walk away yay all you want to. You can divorce her all you want to. That money. Yeah, they're still gonna be a family. Uh North Saint, Chicago, and Song. But even if they divorce, you know that's not the end of family. They nope. they're still gonna be together. So even if they divorce, you're not away from the Kardashians. Nope. No. <laughs> And my final piece to say about that is all this comes down to Chris. The devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. <laughs> hey, leave it just right there. The mastermind. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to go into our another topic, and we're going to talk about compromise. And we talk about compromise in a relationship. You know, in life, you got to do some compromising. You got to you got to do things you don't want to do. So if you have a compromise, you know, we're beginning that. I want to hear from the man himself, Sir Funkiness. What is your idea? What is your opinion on compromising a relationship? In a relationship? Mm -hmm. Compromising can be a lot of things in a relationship. You know, it can be she got a good job and, you know, her job may be a little bit further or, she may good. She may get a good job. She may get a good job in another state, and now, and now, as a guy, you gotta make that decision. The compromise be like, okay, I got something good going right here, but she about to go off somewhere else. So now I gotta make, I gotta make the compromise, and now let me look for something over there just so she can fall. Like, do you want? Do you want to be the dude to say no? I'm like, she like no. Uh, let me let her let her not follow her dreams because I don't want to leave where I'm at. Or you can do Plan B and just be like, okay, she going she she got dreams, she got goals over here. Let me just take let me just take myself over there with her and find something. So that's comp that's compromising too. Now compromising it can go a lot of ways where you got your girl your girl may not like your girl may not like your girl best friend. Now you guys said to be like, do you get rid of her? Or do you just compromise and say, okay, let me just not let me just not talk about her while my girl is around, or let me not do this while my girl is around, or even vice versa, like ladies, you know, ladies, I'm just speaking from a guy's point of view because I'm a guy. But you know, it could be something for y'all too. But compromise can go a lot of ways, you know. You, it's compromise everywhere. Relationships, compromise for the job, like I said. You know, you might you might get that you might get that $25, 30 job an hour, but it don't come with benefits. Now you gotta make a decision of do I wanna work somewhere where I don't get 401k and health benefits and all that? All that just for the money. So and so if every time I get sick or my kids get sick, I gotta pay for that out of my pocket. Now that's a compromise. That, that's what I'm saying. You want the job because it make money, or do? You, and, but you got compromise. You got sacrifice that 
You got to sacrifice that health, that health plan. So it could be, it could be a lot of different things. But for relationships, again, relationships could be tricky, though. You know, like her parents may say, "Look, I don't want you marrying him. If you marry him, we're gonna take you out the, the we're gonna take all the benefit, uh, what's the beneficiary or all that good stuff. Like we might not, we we might take you off of this." Like the the guest house, the, the the vacation home out in uh in Puerto Rico and all that stuff. Or you like kick you out the will. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't got access to that stuff no more. Mm-hmm. All because you married him. So it's like that's a compromise she's willing to take. You know. You know, same thing with the guy. Like yo, don't marry her. She she got a reputation. She been around the neighborhood. Like she known for robbing people. Like. You you gonna follow your people? Or you gonna make that? You gonna you gonna compromise and be like, you know what? I'm gonna see I'm gonna see for myself. So I mean, it can go a lot of different ways, but I'm gonna go ahead and get your perspective on it. I don't want to talk up the air time. Yeah, uh, compromise comes in many different forms, many different ways. You got relationships, you got jobs, you got friendships, you got life, and compromise when it comes to relationships. Is something that can go so many different ways because when you go into a relationship, you have to be prepared to compromise or as other people may call it, make sacrifices. So when you get into a new relationship, there's a new playing field of things that you might have to change. Like you might not like a certain type of music. You might not have a certain type of lifestyle. So to make the compromise easier on yourself, you have to find somebody that aligns with your pre-existing lifestyle to where you don't have to change that much. Like you have people who might be introverted, ambiverted, extroverted. If someone is an introvert and they get with an extrovert, that's a lot of compromise. That's a lot of compromise. And you don't want to compromise to the point to where it gets uncomfortable. You don't want to have an introvert you know, as they say, draining their energy because the extrovert wants to go to the parties. They want to go to the club. They want to go to all the events and meet all these people and do these things. And same thing, you know, you don't want to have the extrovert have to sit in the house all day and not really do much because their sense of entertainment, they get their energy from getting to know people, getting out and about doing things. And the introvert gets their, uh, you know, energy from staying in the house, doing their thing and being by themselves. So like you said, you know, you might have to move to another state. You might have to do certain things you don't want to do for your partner, but you do it in the name of the relationship is to make the relationship stronger. And what you said with jobs, there is a lot of compromise with jobs, you know, a common compromise in jobs is the payment because you can have a job that gets you six figures, but no benefits. You don't have any life uh, and you have to travel a lot. And then you have another job where it's a pay cut. It might be a 50% pay cut. You might be making half, but you get all of the benefits, easy schedule, flexible schedule. You get to do whatever you want. Plus more, you get to travel when you want to travel and spend more time with your family. Now, would you take uh, the 60K one or would you take the, uh, not the 60K one, the six figures one, or would you take the 50K one? Because 
it, it depends on the person. So I, I want to know uh, from you what I basically follow up on what I just said. At what point does compromise become a no, become uncomfortable for you to bear? Like whether it's relationships or jobs, it's just something you have to walk away from. Me, me being in a lot of me, me coming, me working in security, you know, mm -hmm. I've been through a lot of compromising. I've done a lot of, when I say I've done a lot of compromise, sometimes some situations you just got to walk away from. It's not like I'm not sacrificing nothing for this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sacrificing nothing for this because I could take it back to, you know, I could take it back to when, um, I was working back in my, my retail job and you know, they wanted to promote the girl. They wanted to promote the girl. They wanted to promote the girl over me. She told them no. But when they asked me, I they wanted me to go from eleven seventy-five to twelve twenty-five. So they wanted me to take no not really no money, but they wanted me to open the store, count the money, make sure the staff was coming in getting cussed out by customers. They wanted me to, to carry that that heavy workload mm -hmm. for that little bit of money. So you really think I'm about to I'm about to sacrifice my health for this job just for that little bit of money? The answer is no. The answer is no. Even at my other even at my other even at my other law suspension jump, they they was making plans behind they were made plans behind my back. They fired the dude behind my back. But they wanted me to. They wanted me to take the bullet for it, cause when I had employees being, cause again I was doing law, I was doing law suspension. I had employees coming at me with the stank face, cause again, again they they don't get to see the corporate people all the time. They get to see my face all the time. So they basically made a decision behind my back, and then like, okay, well the sacrificial lamb is going to be is going to be him because that's their law suspension. So now everybody thinks just like, wow, like he he I thought he was cool. He out here just getting people fired. I don't never want to see nobody lose your job, but I mean if you do the crime, you the time. That's different. But I don't never want to see nobody lose their job. But when you making decisions behind my back and then you trying to throw feed me to the rules, that's the that's the end of the line right there. You didn't cross the line me. So sacrifice, like compromising, it's 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 a it's a no. It's a no with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot of no. You know, I didn't have micromanaged bosses and all that. You know, they they not trying they not trying to pay you. They not trying to pay you. They not trying to promote you. But they want you. But they want you to carry the workload. Who like who wants who wants to carry a heavy workload for nothing? Like, I, I must, agree. You must really need a job if you if you really about to carry the workload for nothing. And it's crazy how like sometimes when you leave when you leave a job, you give a job all you got. You carry the you carry that zone on your back like a like a bag of rocks. And well when you leave, they treat they treat you like you like you just betrayed them. Like they just like, damn, you couldn't, you wasn't willing to sacrifice no you weren't down with the team no more. You you just gonna just get up and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am actually, cause I know I can do better than sit right here and and break my back for 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 somebody or something that I know ain't going nowhere. It's as simple as that. 
I think uh, what's interesting about our generation and Gen Z, the people after us, is our compromise level isn't as high as the generation before us to where we, as Drake would call it, we want our chips with the dip. So what that basically means is we want things that we feel are worth it. And previous generations, they may work these long, crazy hours for little payoff just to say they have a career, just to say they have a position in life. But us, we're not going to do it because we want to make sure at the end of the day, we're good. We don't have to be 100% happy, go lucky all the time, but we have to at least wake up every day and be like, you know what? I'm going to knock this out. The bill is paid. We're doing all right. We can progress. We can do this thing that we want to do. And we can have time to plan our next move, whether it's leaving the company for a high position, high pay, uh, would be it. And you have the previous generation who just like, oh, worked those long hours, slave, slave, slave away. And we're just like, nah, that ain't it, chief. We, we want the benefits. We're more benefits driven. Like if it has the pay that we don't want, at least we want the benefits. At least we want something to be like, okay, they don't pay us a lot, but at least we got to go gym for free. At least they paying some of our uh, phone bill, or at least we get to... Uh, go to uh, the club. Like there are some companies out there that give you discounts on concerts and something that helps relieve the stress. So it's like, they might not pay that much, but it helps relieve the stress. So compromise is something that at the end of the day, you have to do for you. Everybody has different level of compromise. Like there are people who work long hours and long jobs uh, for six figures. That's not something I would do. Because for me, I'm a person who values his time. I'm not going to, you know, work 12, 13 hours unless I feel it's really worth it. Unless it's something, you know, I'm okay with. And see, I've been a part of many sinking ships. Let's keep it real. I'm going to be straight up. I've been a part of many sinking ships where it start off good, like everything is like, yeah, you know, you might get promoted like once or you might get like a, a, a spontaneous position. Yeah, and then it's like, it, it's everything start slow. It gets about right here. Then it start tanking. And then that's when now all of a sudden, here come the compromise come into play where they just be like, hey, hold on, things about to get better. So you try to, you know, and again, I'm a little old school myself. Where they, when people just like, all right, things going to get better, things going to get better. So you sit back and be like, all right, that's cool. I'm going to be on the team. You know, I'm still going to do my part. Things keep getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they want you to carry the workload. While things are getting worse, they don't think you see these things. But, see, I'm a person I see a lot. Like, things are getting worse. While you out here still full sprint, things are still getting worse. And then you just gotta snap and realize, like, you know what? I, I can't, I can't carry, I can't carry this this bag no more. Mm-hmm. I can't carry these heavy books no more. I can't carry these bricks no more. I can't do this no more. You know, like I had, to, I again, I had to, I had to be the team leader of a whole team. The team was tanking, but yet I'm out this joke, full full superstar. I'm expected to carry the workload while everybody people calling out, people ain't showing up. People come to work and don't feel like nothing. So I got to give 110% while 
Why you got other people that's only giving like 30% to the job? So while the team tanking and I'm up and I'm supposed to be up here and they want me to compromise, like, yo, we about to find you some better people, don't worry, blah, blah, blah. And nothing never changes. So I got sacrifice, I still got sacrifice carrying a, a, a people a bunch of people that don't want to work. No. I'm like, no disrespect. This is your problem to deal with. This is your problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, like you said, like you got the six figure with no life. No disrespect. Like, I would rather take that benefit, flexible schedule because, again, it's a lot of other things I can do. Yeah. There's a lot of other things I can work around that. You know what I mean? Because no disrespect, no, no disrespect, like, Working all day, every day, I get that's what some people gotta do. But when you when you really think about it, I, I can't work. Like I'm not work. I'm not working to work for the rest of my life. I want to retire eventually. Mm-hmm. I want to retire eventually. Like, do you want to compromise? Like, you know what? I'm a work. I'm a, I'm still working, and I'm like 70 years old. No, by the time I'm 70, I'm supposed to have a house paid off grandchildren and I'm just out here just enjoying life. Just waiting for wait just waiting for my time to be called. That's it. But why would I sacrifice that why would I sacrifice that by saying, you know what, I'm still 70 and I gotta get up and go to work every day. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a bad life to live. You know, once you get to a certain position, you want to have a vision to what you want your life to be. Like you said, you want to be 70, the grandkids, the paid off house. And, you know, it's the same thing for me. Once you get to a certain age, you want to be at a certain point in life. You don't want to have to be doing the things you had to do at 20 or 30 years old. You want to always be in a bad position. And that's the thing with compromise. When it comes to compromise, you, as you get older, sets higher standards for yourself you are not going to take the same job you took at 18. You're not going mm-hmm. to do the same things you did at 21. You're going to say, okay, I've been there, done that, but I need something better. And as you compromise, like, you know, even if uh, in my line of work, when it comes to like getting deals and working with certain companies, there are companies I won't work with because that's not something I personally would take part of like vaping, like a vaping company. I don't vape, so I don't see myself in a space where it's like you have something to where it's either finance or even uh, something where it's the tech space where you're uh, have family. Like this one company to where they have a company to where they guide you. It's an app that guides you in your first baby steps to where it's your first baby, your first time being pregnant, and they walk you through the steps to where uh, two years old, up from the moment you're pregnant to two years old, they guide you and they let you know everything you need to know. And that's something, you know, I would help out with, just like another company to where it, it's a sustainable way to have pads, like maxi pads and stuff like that. It has a lot of chemicals in it and it's bad for your body. But when you have this uh, thing that's natural and it comes from uh, green plants comes from the earth it's much better for your body so and that i think of my sis uh for my sisters and the women in my family so those are compromises i'm making my name being attached to these companies so i can't go with this just because 
the company could potentially make millions and millions of dollars. When this one might not make as much money as the vaping one, because there are a lot of smokers out here, a lot of vapors, I want to do something that I could be proud of. So that's compromising the business uh, perspective. And uh, going back to relationships, uh, that's a part of relationships, even a family. You have to compromise when it comes to family. So for my final piece wrapping up, I just want to say that let it be something that you're okay with that makes you happy at the end of the day, makes you happy in the long term when it comes to compromise. Hey, we can close it just like that. Cause again, I don't have no I don't have no closing remarks. Like I spoke my piece and I agree with everything he said, especially in his field of work, especially in my field of work. You know, I know my field of work is a little bit more it's not it's, it's not more closing deals, it's more just hands on. But you know, I mean like I said, I'm in a different I'm in a different ball game myself, you know, me being in a field that I have no experience in. You know, I do security at a a, a, a cannabis dispensary. Mm-hmm. I got no experience. I don't I don't smoke, I don't do anything. So, you know, it's like do you wanna do you wanna attach your name to it? It's like again, I, I made my own movement. I built my own movement symbol of what my job title was. You hear me say protect the cannabis because I'm security. That's what we out here to do is to protect the damn dispensary. You know? So if that blows up, you know, that's I'm not I'm not gonna compromise and just be like, well, we need you to hit this right here. And, you know, we we want we we like your phrase, but we want to show you we want we want you to smoke by saying protecting while you protect the cannabis. I don't smoke. So why would I why would I compromise just to close the deal? That's that's not that's not that's not a lane that I would go to, but you know, that's 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 all I really got as far as like as far as like the compromise thing though. Right, right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna to get to our final discussion and we're gonna talk about friendship. F is for friendship. <laughs> A lot of y'all seen uh, SpongeBob, but yeah, we're going to talk about uh, making friends, levels of friendship, you know, all of the above. So we're going to get into it. Uh, as an adult now, we know that being a teenager, being kids, it was so much easier to make friends. But as an adult, it's not as easy as we may think. So uh, when you think of friendships, what do you envision? Like, what's the first thing you think of when you hear friendship? Mm. I would say when when I think and when I think of friendship, you know, I look at friendship a lot different. Like, it all depends on like it all depends. Like you said, kids, teenagers, adults, because you look for different things as you get older. You know, yeah, being a kid, being a kid is about having fun. Teenagers again is just about the yeah we just cool we out here running a pack if we trying to make a name for ourselves type of nonsense you know because yeah, yeah. we were those dudes back in the day you know yeah. we, in high school we was those dudes like we was like yeah we we were YouTube stars we trying to make a big name for ourselves. we was the dudes back in the day but as you get older especially yeah. we, especially us re- going into our thirties now yeah it's Jeez, more just nice. about it's, you know what I'm saying it's more just about now just like all right, like, what would you, like, it's all about growing. Mm-hmm. It's more just about growing. It's more just about, like, I understand, you know, like, Aaron, I know you got things to do, mm-hmm. and he understands I got things to do. Yeah. But, you know, when the time comes and we got to put something together, 
you know, now is now is sit down to a a uh you you free to do this, mm-hmm. you know, hey you you like I got this in the works. Let's let's figure this out. Let's see how 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 can this work for the podcast? Hey uh some like somebody reached out to us and they want to do like a joint uh, a, a joint uh basement Friday interview. You know what day works for you? It's all about more like planning stuff now. You know, it's all about plan. It's all about planning and growing. Cause being an adult, it's not about fun no more. Yeah, you can go out have trips. You can go out have fun. But people understand. We people got jobs. People got family. People got mm. kids. So it's it's more just about like it's all about see like if, if both if both of us if our circle we had kids and we was planning a trip, it's not gonna be just a Hey, let's go to let's go to um let's go to um let, let's just go to, let's go to Cuba. No, now we gotta really we gotta backtrack and be like, now is Cuba kid friendly? Is it kid? Because <laughs> we got this that's, that's real though. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Like now you gotta be like, is Cuba yeah. kid friendly? Is <laughs> like we gotta start thinking of doing stuff like, well, let's just go to like Disney World. Yeah, Let, let's let's go to this little like ice cream this little ice cream park or something like that we you gotta start you gotta change your whole game up because now your work family life a lot of things come into play now like making making friends as an adult you mostly meet a lot of your friends through your jobs most of your co-workers now becomes like your friends like you might get that cool co-worker y'all go out a couple of drinks I, I get a couple of drinks. You might hang out with them. You might they might hang out with you. After a while, you they start bringing around a circle. You, they start coming to every family function, and now the family know who this person is. So it's kind of different as as the time goes on. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically I'm a, I'm gonna sum that up just like by saying that. Yeah, basically, uh, you you said everything I was gonna say. The only thing I would add is, uh, I think when it comes to friendship there's a certain amount of growth that you need to maintain that friendship mm-hmm. and, and that's to realize that hey everybody has their own lives yeah right? and in having their own lives you have to understand that things that you want to happen may not happen may never happen but you have to get out of your own head and think that oh this person's shading me because they didn't get back to me no you you can't do that because again we're getting older so we're at the age again we're approaching our 30s and people are having kids you know people are living life living in different cities so it's not the same as when we were kids we just bsing around like we we could tell you all the stories about us you know bsing around the neighborhood not really doing much you know we just having fun being kids at the end of the day and as we get older, we're starting to get into our lives, our careers, our fields, and trying to struggle to find time to, you know, get together. And the times that we get together are a long stretch compared to when we were kids because we went to the same school. We could see each other every day. And most of us lived in the same neighborhood, so it wasn't that much trouble. And being on the phones all night and doing things to where we, not, we might not meet up for six months, we might not meet up for a year, but at the same time, as you get older, the communication changes. But you have to realize that's a part of getting older. You're not going to uh, be the same. And even uh, when it comes to levels of friendships, 
you're not going to have the same friends as you had, you know, back then. But that doesn't mean, you know, something bad happened. It just means that people went in different directions in life. You know, mm -hmm. you might have people who uh, wanted to party, still want to party and be young and feel free and live that. And you might be at a point in your life to where it's like, okay, I'm getting older. In my head, I'm starting to prepare for family life. I'm starting to prepare. Uh, I'm starting to work for a future family and finding somebody, finding a partner, finding a family, looking around for houses and finding somewhere we can plant our seeds. And that's my focus where in that situation, you you still love the person, you still care about them, but you can't hang out with them as much. So I want to know when it comes to friendship, uh, how do you define a friend? Because uh, I know the word friend gets tossed around loosely. Uh, mm -hmm. You have acquaintances, you have friends, you have best friends, you got brothers and sisters. So how do you categorize people? Well, uh, like I said, acquaint acquaintance can be just, like I said, that could be somebody like a coworker, like somebody you just see at the job, y'all talk every time at the job, oh, he's such and such coming to work today, cool. And then, all right, we'll see you. What's up, what next day you work, Thursday? All right, I'll see you Thursday. No communication, right? Frank, Frank would be like again. That's the person where it's y'all like it now. So y'all y'all building that like friends basically like step one. It's like the foundation. It's like y'all. <laughs> it's like y'all y'all building now. It's just like you know y'all y'all might exchange numbers or whatever the case may be. And yo yo, you trying you trying to hang out with you? Y'all think you do little small stuff. Mm -hmm. You do little small stuff. You know. Then that's when you start you start building. You start building up too. You might go to the best friend stage, the brother stage, and all these different stages after that. So where it's like, okay, well, like you know, like you know, like go from that foundation, y'all hang out every now and then. Depends on how old y'all are. Y'all might be out there still chasing girls. Hey, fellas, do y'all thing. Yeah, <laughs> do do y'all thing. But it might, you know, that's, you you know, you reach a new level, a new plateaus when this person is hitting you up for like suggestions like like ideas you're just your thoughts on something they can hit you with it just like hey man so i'm thinking about i'm, I'm thinking about like moving into the uh, moving into this condo but you know it's, it's no kind of parking or the, the area is good but you know they got so many strict rules and the type of person that i am you know, I don't think, you know, it can work with me, but it's, it's definitely in my range of where my job's at. You know, so do you think I should go ahead and take it? And when they when you start reaching that kind of level, that's how you know, like, that friendship is, is real. That's how you know it's, 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 it's beyond just like, oh, we, we're, we're just friends. You know, I see them, what's up, got them up. That's about <laughs> best you can do. Yeah. But no, nah, y'all really be sitting down talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like as as guys, as guys, and I'm gonna speak the truth because guys might say, "Oh man, phone, you just simping or you cabin." You can say whatever lingo you want. I'm gonna speak on it right now. As fellas, when you start reaching a level where you talking to your man, and you coming to them for relationship advice, or when you out here wilding, knowing you're in a relationship, and your man's pull you aside and tell you, "Hey, look, bro, you got a good thing at home." 
you you about to risk it all for what? A little a little a little cheap, a little cheap little thrill? Nah, bro, leave that joint alone. That's how you know. That's a friend. That that's beyond just being a friend. That's beyond. That's way beyond that level. That's way beyond that. But I'm 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 in my piece right there by saying I'm gonna let my man jump in there. You know, we gonna have to. Kareem Hook. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I agree with what you say. I'm going to just uh, tell my version of it, which is similar to yours. But for me, I feel like we come across more acquaintances than we come across potential friends. And for me, acquaintance is just somebody I talk to here and there. Uh, like people on social media, 90% of people on social media are acquaintances. Hell, most of them are acquaintances. You have your friends on there, best friends, brothers, sisters. But most of the people you come across are acquaintances. Those are people you meet at work. Those are people you talk to here and there, business-related, uh, industry-related, whatever. But you just hide and buy, dap them up in the hallway. You know, at high school, we just dap people up in the hallway. Don't even yeah. know their name. Exactly. Like, yo, what's up? That's my mans. But when it comes to friendship, uh, when it comes to being friends, friends, you become friends when you start to notice, hey, we kind of have a couple of things in common. We like the same things. And you, you got each other numbers, you hit each other up, you know, more than acquaintances would. You go out and you hang out. And that's what makes, you know, a friend where it's like, okay, we're spending some good time together. So that's what it is. And best friends, close friends, is when you start to hang out a lot. You know, you right. talk to each other a lot. And that's when it's more, it's like, friendship times 10 you become best friends you become close friends when you do stupid stuff together that's when you become friends you know acquaintances might be like oh i don't really know him like that but when you be friends might say i don't know about that but best friends close friends you you just do stupid stuff just because that's your man just because that's your homie that's your girl you got each other back no matter how stupid it is uh somebody get in a fight you like all right, I'm going to have to throw down because I'm not letting my homie go down like that. Mm -hmm. And the moment it becomes brothers and sisters is when you create that special bond with somebody. You know, when you have real brothers and real sisters and you know it's no difference, there's no difference in how you treat your brother, how you treat your sister. Like you said, there's some things you talk about, like when you become brothers and sisters, that's when you start to talk about certain personal things with them. Like you said, like you might admit to, you know, somebody you're really close with, like your brother, your sister, who's your friend and say, Hey, uh, I'm having a kid. You know, you might reveal that type of information to them and knowing that, Hey, I don't want this to get out until this per time, point in time. And they like, all right, you got it. So it's situation to where it's like, they want to see the best for you. And they're going to tell you straight to your face, hey, look, this ain't it. You know, um, like even if you get in situations to where like certain mental health situations, like if you're in a Kanye situation, you just going off online, it might be a thing to where it's like, all right, look, uh, I'm not going to call you. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to pull up on you because this ain't it. You know, we could have this talk. Uh, I may not be as available because I got this job going on, but when I find time, we can sit down, we can talk as long as you want. And that's really what makes 
close friends uh, like that. But I want to ask you this other question. Um, do you demote people? That's that's something we had a discussion about. Do I'm you demote you brought, people? I'm glad you brought it up because while we talk about the positives and the rises of it, I was going to talk about the cons and, and the downfalls. Yeah, pros and cons. Because, because have I demoted people? Yeah, I have. Mm -hmm. Because and it's not it's not demoting people as in like we got into an argument and that's a wrap. Mm -hmm. No, it's because I'm going one way and they want to stick in one box. So understand it's just like, okay, I can't carry you with me. I can't if you don't want to grow, I want to grow and you just want to still do the same things. I can't carry you with me. So yes, you're gonna get left behind. Your 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 status is why like while somebody else is up there climbing a tree with you and you just get mad like he oh you found new people. Yeah, because they they're on my level of they're on my level. You know, they're on my level of success, they're on like my level and my pace and my path of the success I'm looking for, while you still sitting in the back just on the same nonsense, one hey, let's do this, let's do this, let's do that. I'm like, I can't do that no more. Mm -hmm. I can't live that life no more. You know, I had to tell some I had to tell somebody that. Like Somebody told somebody told me, somebody somebody just told me it was like, yo, we're gonna be playing video games forever. I said, let me stop you right there. I barely play my game now. Most of the time I turn the joint on, turn Hulu and Netflix on and go and go and the TV be watching me sleep. That's how tired I be. Real talk, that's how tired I be. The sir fucking the show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? They be like, they ain't snoring out there. <laughs> but you know, it's just like again, I don't game till three o'clock in the morning no more, four or five o'clock in the morning no more. I can't right. do those things. Like I can't do those things anymore like I used to. Mm -hmm. You know, like gaming is like gaming is not a priority to me anymore. Like I can retire from gaming tomorrow and be and be on my way. While some people want to still stay in that box, that's fine with me. I don't got no beef with that. I like, said so you you want to stay in that lane? Cool. I'm going this way. As I, I'm, I'm going this way, and and you also too. While while you looking at people that don't want to grow with you, you got people that's one of the cons. People that's gonna latch on to you. People gonna leech on to you. Basically, they saying like, oh, okay, I see, I see you making big moves. I see you making big money. They gonna be your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so, so when you blow up, now they can tell the world, hey, look, yeah, this is my man's right here. This. And another con that I do have before I give it right back to my max. You got the people that, why you say the people that leech on to you? You got this, you got the people that's supposed to be close to you, but they don't support nothing you do. They don't support nothing you do. Like every time you, every time you tell them you got something going on, they brush that joint off like, like, like it's just nothing. Like, like this podcast, prime example. People understand. I'm marketing this podcast like it's like like I'm like 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 we like we number two on on Apple podcast <laughs> or something. Like real talk. And again, you'll give it to people all day. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. You want to listen to it? You want to listen to it? You give it, and then you give it to certain people. Man, I want to listen to your podcast. All right, I give it to them. They see you about two weeks later. Hey, what's the link to your podcast again? 
You give it to them again. They still don't listen to it. But then you got people that you close with. You got people that you close with. You be like, yeah, this this week's podcast episode. I don't got time for it. You can't put an hour aside. You can't put an hour aside just to listen to something, just to, just to watch it. Or if you can't watch it, you just can listen to it. But because you got friends, you got friends that they don't support you, but they want you to do everything. Every time they got something going on, they're expecting you to be there. They expecting you. Not they just like, can you? No, they expecting you. You feel what I'm saying? They just be like, look, I got this going on. You need to be there. But when I told you about my podcast, you just you just brush it off. You just brush it off. Like it's just nothing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you know, like you just like, all right, yeah, you know, whatever. They're like, ah, eh, whatever. You know, it is what it is. So it's a lot of cons too with the people. That's why I say you keep your friends close. Cause some of them, some of them are actually your enemies for real, for real. But keep your friends close. Is it keep your enemy, keep your friends close. Keep, keep your, your enemies, enemies closer. Keep your enemies closer. You feel me? It's uh for me with demoting, it's something that I thought it was just me, but I found out a lot of people do it. For me, demoting is more of like a connection type thing. Uh, I'm going to follow up and ask you, you know, do you think uh, friendship is defined by time or bond? And for me, I think it's defined by bond because there's people I don't talk to, I haven't talked to in years, but we're still close, right? And there's people I see on social media all the time and we... You know, we've talked since there, here and there, but we're not as close. So for me, when it comes to demoting, I always look at the situation and think, uh, we've been friends for so long, but if I were to meet this person today, will we be friends? So would we be friends if I met you right now? And if the answer is yes, then I know, hey, you know, we're still close, same level. But if I... that if I met you today and the answer is no, then I know, okay, you know, you're going down a rank. So when it comes to demoting people, I'm not somebody who's, I'm not somebody who's going to be like, okay, you did this one thing to me, you're demoted. No, because I understand we're getting older, things happen. Uh, we're living different lives, but me demote people has to do with certain situations that you look at as you get older. And you know, as we get older, it's hard to make friends because the circle gets uh, smaller. Like I was talking to my grandfather and it's a common thing with older people. With age, you tend to not talk to as many people. You tend to have this thing where it's like, everyone becomes associates and the people who are already in your life are all the friends that you need. So you're not out there looking for active friendships. You're doing your things, you might be 40 years old, wife and kids, you don't have time to create a new friendship with somebody. You don't care that much about it. So when it comes to being friends, there are some behaviors that you look at at people, like how you look at a fa family member, how you might not look at them the same way as you would a kid. You like, I don't know about that. You know, you might look at your friend and say, mm, I might know about this, this ain't it. Like an example, if you're someone's friend, right? 
like you're saying with the podcast and things, there are certain ways you behave that aren't okay. Like, if you're my friend, you know, you wouldn't ghost me about certain topics. Like, let's say we have to travel somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we were planning a trip to travel and you ghost me, but you're acting on social media, yeah, it's like, that's not cool, man. And if it's something to where, you know, you're giving me the run around, you're BS me. Look, as we get older, I have less time for that. I don't have time for that. If we're supposed to be close, we're supposed to be friends. You would shoot it to me straight, right? But yeah. if you if you're not somebody who's like that, then I might have to demote you. I might have to treat you accordingly. You know, if you give me the run around, you might be at this level of friendship, but you might have to go back to acquaintance. So it's not exactly what it is. They might hit you up, dap you up, but if you move it to a point in life to where you're always growing, you're always getting better, you're moving, and people will say, oh, like you said, oh, that's my mans and things like that. And it's like, no, I was your mans because where I'm at now is not the same person you knew me back then. Like, you can say this too. Like, Sir Fungus can say this too. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. I'm not doing the same thing I was 10 years ago. And for someone to keep talking about the past, keep talking about the good times, I'm not on that tip. You know, we hit in 30. I'm be honest right now, I'm thinking about family life. You know, everything I do is for my future family. I'm thinking about my kids. I talk about future kids all the time. I'm not out here chasing women. I'm not out here partying and doing all this stuff. I don't care about any of those things anymore. I'm out here on a new leaf. And if you are on that leaf to where you're partying, doing things, we're not going to have as much common. We're going to separate. We're going to go in different uh, positions. So the more people comes uh, right now, the older you get, the smaller your circle is going to get. And you're going to lose people you didn't think you were going to lose. But it's a part of life. See, now... I'm going to answer your question because I know you said you were going to ask me a question about, about time and bond. Mm-hmm. First of all, the answer should always be bond anyway. Right. Because, again, as you get, as you reach a certain point, let's say if you, you know, let's say, again, like you said, let's say if you ain't talked to somebody in six months, you ain't talked to them in a year, y'all came back, like y'all, like y'all never missed a beat. Right. That's how you know it's real. Because I've had people come up to me and – People demoted me because people don't understand about me nowadays. People will walk up to me and ask, hey, what happened between you and such and such? What happened to you? I don't know because I don't ask questions no more. Mm-hmm. I just go about my day and I just keep it moving. And people want to demote me. If people want to demote me or people want to cut me off, that's on their personal time. I don't, have, right. I, don't, I don't personally got the time to play 21 questions. I don't want to play Jeopardy and ask, oh, well, what did I do for 300? It don't make no difference. To mm-hmm. me anymore, at least. But I've had people that even run, people ran on time against me, where they were just like they demote they demoted me because, you know, I I was giving them t- I, I like I was giving them time and then they and then I stopped. Then they were just like, oh well, I I, I cut off people that 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 I, that don't make that had no point in my life no more. Mm-hmm. See, that's all. It was all about time. I've even had somebody who, at at one point. They didn't want me. They didn't want me, but 
they got they got in a relationship. They broke up. They came back to me and they stressed that that they were single again. They stressed it just to be like, well, I mean, I don't got the same time I did when I was chasing you the first time, or when I was trying to get you the first. I don't got that type of time no more. Mm-hmm. So you understand, like, say, like that's what I said, like this time stuff. It it is. It's a tricky thing. I make time. I make time for. I make time for things and people. Mm-hmm. The one thing about me, I don't waste my time with a lot of stuff no more. Yeah. Because again, circle is small. I don't need but a certain amount of people. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with having. I'm cool with having six people. If I if, if that's uh, I know I I know I got uh, like more than that. I'm not popular, but if I, <laughs> if I yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not popular, yeah. dude. But even if I just had two people, he lying. He lying. I'll be. <laughs> I, I told you about that. <laughs> but no, if I only had two people going into my thirties, going to my forties, I'd be cool with that. They're like, Don, what happened to the? I, I don't know. I don't know because you gotta think about it. like, like he said. If you look, if you, if we take, we hop in a time machine right now, and we go back to 16, 17 year old me. Understand this. I was an ignorant dude back in high school. I was an ignorant dude back in high school. Same here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was an ignorant dude back in high school. But as you got older, as the times went on, it's like you started to get smarter. You started like I was laid back. I was ignorant as hell in high school, but I was I was laid back then. I just got more laid back now because again, father time just caught up to me. You know, father time just caught up to me. And just like now I'm just more of just like I can care less about this. If this don't, if this ain't helping me in any kind of way, I can care less about this. I'm trying to focus on this. If you're trying to hold, if you're trying to waste my time doing something else, that's on you. I got other things to worry about. That's just the type of time I got now. That's why I don't, I, I don't carry a lot of people with me. And it's nothing personal to a lot of people. Like I said, I got people that's cool with me a hundred percent. But you got the people that's on the outside looking in, trying to be like. Oh, damn, like, damn, you changed. No, I didn't change. I evolved. I got, yeah. be- I got better as things went on. You know? And you got the people that the people that, that cut you off, the people that didn't give you a shot. When you start making noise, that's be, they be the main ones trying to come back like, I see you doing your thing, man. What happened to us? I don't know. When you Whatever you come up with and whatever you want to tell people, that's on you. I got my own things to worry about right now. That's what I always tell people. I always tell people that people are like, what happened with us? I don't know. Whenever you, whatever you decide, whenever you go out here and tell people, when they ask you what happened between me and you, whatever you want to tell them, that's the story. I got, I'm going to keep going and keep it moving though. Or, you know, I like I said, even with females too, I'm going to keep it a hundred, I'm going to keep it all the way real in this show here. Like females will, like when you you and a female, y'all just like grow apart. Y'all text for a while, divide, then everything just fall off. And she wanna blame you. You did this. You did this. You did that. I just be like, okay, and I go about my day. So when you when people ask what happened to dude you was talking to, oh he did this, he did it. That's fine with me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got other things to focus on. Cause right. now I'm I'm in the mindset of everything that I touch, everything that I. I, I work for everything that I, I own. I want a piece of. I want a piece. I want a piece of something out here. I'm on family time now. 
ain't got no family, but that's just the vibe I'm rocking with now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say for me, like, for my final piece, I just want to say that friendship is not a linear thing. It's not a straight line. Because yeah. there yeah. are people who you ain't really, like, when you, first moment you became friends, you ain't really talked to like that. But as you get older, you just become, like, best friends so you get closer to them. And it's people who you were close with initially that you're not as close to now. So it's sort of like, okay, there are people, you know, you haven't talked to in a long time to where nothing happened. And that's the thing I want to uh, stress that we're talking about right here. People's minds automatically go to beefing, falling out or something like that. No, people just change over time. It happens in relationships. It happens with everybody. So what I want to say about, you know, spending time with somebody, there are people who I haven't talked to in a long time. If we were to catch up, we could get right back to it. Or if we were acquaintances back then, we can develop a friendship because maybe, you know, maybe they've grown in a certain way to where it's like, hey, that aligns with, you know, something I could get down with. And even with us, you know, in the lifestyle, it's like, you know, trying to do big things and things like that. We might have friends who don't want to do that. They just want to live a simple life and, you know, do enough to where they could take care of themselves and the future family. And that's okay. And that's a part of being a friend. That's a part of friendship, understanding uh, your friends. Okay, this person isn't a person who's going to talk a lot. So that's that person. This person talks a lot. So that's them. This person likes to party. This person very reserved. So it's not thinking all about how you, you know, uh, how you think they should be. It's about accepting they should be because a friendship is a relationship. You know, you should like, you might have a quiet friend. You might have a talkative friend. You know, you're talking to friend going back to compromise. You know, you're talking to friend wants to talk a lot, but you might not want to talk a lot. So you're like, all right, call me at this certain time. We can, you know, talk. Or you're a quiet friend who doesn't really talk that much and say, okay, I know you don't really talk much. You can hit me when you want. You want to do something together. It's always trying to find a way to get somebody in the mix. I know for me personally, I don't hit a lot of people up. You know, I'm in my own world. I'm doing my own thing. But that's not to negate. That's like, that's not an F you to anybody. You know, mm -hmm. it's just how it's just how I am. You know, if and with anybody who knows me for a long time knows that that's the kind of person I am, knows that, you know, I'm not the person who's super social, but if you need me, I'm there. So I, I, I think that's all about understanding your friends and understanding your bond. And there are people who you separate yourself from who they might say, oh, you guys were friends for like 10 years, 20 years. That doesn't matter because this friends you've been. You know, it's friends you had for 10 years that, you know, okay. But it's people you know for two years that that slope of friendship just takes off. You're super close. Like, you've become brothers or sisters with somebody two years and acquaintances with somebody in 10 years. So that's why I say friendship is not a linear thing. It's so many, it's, it's, it's so many dynamics to friendship that we can't even cover in one podcast but all i'm gonna say at the end of the day uh as you get older friendships you know they come and go but the real ones are going to stay there
You know, y'all gonna be old, old people pushing each other in wheelchairs. <laughs> so, and again, and I, I like what my man said before I, I we go ahead and close. I like what my man said when he said, you know, it's not an F you to nobody. It's just, you know, you know, you don't talk to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, like, granted, I mean, I mean, to some people seem like I stay in the spotlight. You know, you go on my IG, you see I do like little funny review videos and things of that nature. Or you look at the people over there and shout out to the dispensary, like they throw me in a lot of the skits and a lot of the comments are me making the skit pop for some reason. You know, that's just the visionary style that I've had. And that's not me just trying to hog the spotlight. You gotta understand like, this, that's where I came from, mm-hmm. you know? I came from the YouTube scene, you know? It's not, it's no, it's no thing that, it's no thing that, just cause I put it down don't mean I can't pick it back up again, you know? <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? That sounds like a girl twerking. <laughs> hey, you know, but, you know, just like the, some people, some people don't, some people, those friends that, that they, they know you, but they don't know you, Mm-hmm. It's just, again, they don't know everything about you. Yeah. You know, they don't know everything about you because most people, if, if you know, recently don't know, I came out of retirement and wrote a poem. Some people didn't know that I can do that. It's just, that's been retired for 10 years. That's been retired. Your but boy's on medium, guys. Hey, like, don't, that don't mean I can't do it again. It's just, you know, it's just a mouth do you want something you, you share it with some people. Some people gonna read it. Some people just gonna look at like, what is this? Yeah, you know. But to bring it to the friends thing at the end of the day, guys, at this point, at this point for me, I'm always around. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm always around. You know, what I mean, I'm here to give people advice. I'm here to if somebody need to talk to me about something, I I, I I'm gladly I'm gladly stepping into a supporting role than the main cast. Yeah. That's what my life has changed to. I would rather play the supporting role and, and and everybody else take that spotlight. But I'm just behind, like I said, I'm behind the scenes when it comes to certain friendships. Mm-hmm. Cause some people talk to me about things, just be like, let me ask you about this. Let me, can I get your opinion about this? I'd rather play that role than, than, than to be somebody hype man. No, just play. I'll just play that role. Just be like, you know what? That's all you. It's your time to shine. Because, you know, you look at my man, Aaron, like, Aaron do big things. I'm not going to jump into Aaron's spotlight now and just be like, hey, man, remember, <laughs> basement Friday, right? You still got me, man. What you got working on some tech stuff? I got you, man. Hey, whatever you do, we going to do this together. Nah, that's his show. I'm just, a, I'm the dude that's just walking by with the coffee. But you know what's so funny about friendship? It's like, when it comes to friendship, like like I said, it was not linear. Because some people you're closer with than you are with other people. And some people you will tell certain stuff to that you want to tell other people to. And they might feel a certain way, but it's not personal. It's just the bond. You know, it's not time. It's the bond. So, like, like I said before, like, if it was a situation where... Let's say hypothetically, and this is not going to happen anytime soon, guys. But 
if it's a situation where like I had a kid on the way, I would tell yeah. Damo, but I wouldn't tell other other people. Or I would tell Damo and a couple other people, but the other people might not find out till like months later, or like when the baby's already here, or like when the baby shower's going down. So it's not like an F you to them, but it's just the level of friendship we have where I can where I feel comfortable talking about certain things. And you know, it's that's basically it. You know, friendship is and a cool thing. To 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 wrap that up, when you say the bond between, because again, I know our group is very diverse. Yeah. So again, I'm 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 not in the loop for a lot of things either, and that's cool because again, I you even if you want to take it back to high school, you want to take it back to now, you know, you got people. They like I said, people didn't used to talk to me about anime and stuff because they know like they had their own bond they had their own clicks within the circle because they may have watched anime you know they nobody's gonna walk up to me and be like dom you seen that i'm like i don't watch anime so they just know not to talk to me about anime you know they know i'm more at the sports round team because that's where that's where i'm at with it or you got some people that you know some people may just do they may they may follow a certain show they're not gonna talk to me about it because I don't watch it. Yeah, so, that's what I said. Like it's it's just it's knowing just your some, friends. Some some circle just have people have that level of comfort compared to just and not everybody. Like I'm not gonna tell this person about this because you know it's I, I like we we cool, but our bond ain't as strong as this, me and this person over here. Mm-hmm. But you know we we can go about this all day, but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna yeah, we don't want to. He gotta go drink some wine or something <laughs> like that, you know. I, I gotta I gotta cut my face with it, man. That's crazy, man. This is crazy. Nah, but just just like Damo, I didn't turn into Google. I'm a background guy, so that's that's basically I am. You know, anytime my friends need me for something, they need to ask a question. That's what I'm here for. Talk to you all day, all the all the, as much as you want. I'll talk to you. But we ain't gonna, we not gonna tell y'all how like like we not gonna tell y'all. How this man, how this, how me and this man came, had, had we didn't came cross, because again, that circle, man, you hey, know, like, his sister knew my sister, me and him knew each other, like, I thought the dude, I thought the dude didn't speak at first, me personally, until he went to school and he started getting all ladies, I had to rescue him a couple times. Now, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you this, since we want a podcast, I'm going to tell you how we started. I'm going to tell you my version, because this is like a 10-year reveal Cause I never really told him. The reason why I was standoffish was because he looked like somebody I was beefing with. Cause when I meet somebody, right? When I meet somebody, <laughs> he knows this. I'm always like, yo, what's up, man? How's it going? But when I saw him come out in the do-rag, I was like, he looked like somebody I'm beefing with. So I'm gonna have to, I'm not going to stand too close with him. But then like, once I seen him at school, I was like, all right, yo, what's up? Da 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 da. I was cool. You know, we started vibing after that. But after 10 years, I finally told him the reason why I was standoffish and acting a little weird, because he looked like somebody I was beefing with at the school. So I was like, all right, my mind got to separate. These are two nah, different people. Nah, man. And like, I came across, I came across my man, Aaron, because again, I had class with his sister, though. Yeah, and we had Spanish friends, and she literally told me, "Mind you, mind you, I've known her for like a year and a half because again, she used to be cool with my sister." Mm-hmm. 
a year and a half, she never mentioned she had siblings. That's what blew me. That's what threw me. <laughs> For a year and a half, she's always talking about she never mentioned she had siblings. You got siblings? To the one day she was just like, my brother's about to start going. I was just like, wait, whoa, whoa. You got a brother? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was like, you got a brother? And then, like I said, that's when my man came. Because, again, we used to live across the street from each other. Yeah. So he came up to my, my fence, and he was just like, he was just standing there. I was just like, I said, yeah, this dude might be a little, he might be a little weird or something. He, he not going to say nothing about it. But when he went to school, understand, that's when, again, he clicked with my circle that I had as well. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to see that he became, he became Mac Daddy status, I was just like, Hold on now, cause it's crazy. It's crazy how every time, every time in high school, this man was always running from somebody. Like he's always running from a female, <laughs> and they always would ask me because they know me and him was like brothers. They was just like, "Have you seen Aaron?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm like, we just getting out of school. I'm getting out of class to lock, and they be like, "Have you seen Aaron?" I'm like, "No." Like, I've not seen dude since lunch. <laughs> Like, what? Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell y'all, like, right now, like, out of everybody, this is not, like, a shoot because it's here, but, like, when you meet friends, it usually takes a while, but, like, me and Dama quit, click instantly, like, right away. Like, aside from the gate situation, it was, yeah. it was just, like, instantly. Yeah. Like, you take that gate situation aside, first day you go to school, it's like, all right, we're going we gonna to start some trouble. <laughs> we was. <laughs> <laughs> we sit at the table, me and Shadow talking. Next thing you know, trash can Tuesday with his brother, or that's trash can Thursday with Hey, we came up with a lot of crazy things, bro. And like again, our first video, me getting slapped on camera. That was our debut video. And people seen it at the school. Like, we wasn't celebrities, but we had celebrity appeal because people would just randomly walk into us and be like, yo, I seen y'all video. Let me be in the video. Hey, let me be in the video. Like, we used to just get anybody that wanted to be in the video just used to jump in the jump. We, like, we were YouTubers before YouTubers were the thing, man. I'm telling you, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. If we had kept in, and I know, and I know we can't look back at it because we, you know, we made that transition, but if we had kept going, <laughs> we'd be the ones with the blue checks on our Instagram. Watch out, PewDiePie. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but nah, uh, at the end of the day, you know, Kanye, uh, Dave Chappelle, thanks for hanging out with Kanye and talking to him because I know you went on your discouragement to Africa. So you know more than anybody about the whole crazy thing. Uh, Kanye, uh, get well. Hope your family stays together. Uh, hope everything is good. Um, compromise. There are compromises in relationships and Whatever makes you happy, that's what you have to do. And friendships, F is for friendship. Shout out to SpongeBob. And whatever level you are with your friends in life, at the end of the day, have that bond. Time doesn't matter. As long as you got that bond, uh, as long as you're growing together and making that strive to make things work, push each other to wheelchairs, you know? That's, that's what it is. I ain't got no clothes. My man has said it all at this point. He said it all. Great hair game. <laughs> but now we're going to get up out of here. Uh, 
It's your boy Aaron Fornicetti. I'm gonna go drink some wine, as you can see. And it's yours truly, Mr. Fongy Deli Jones. And All we support black businesses. Black business. The hoodie. Support black business. And we all out of here, y'all. Peace. Mm -hmm. Ah.